Hi everyone, Neve here. On this episode of the Payoff Podcast, Kate and I talk with Paul Woods from Evolution Business Systems about how he creates a great company culture. Just a note that this episode was recorded back when jumping on a flight from Melbourne was the norm and working from home was a bit novel. Hope you enjoy this one. So Paul, great to have you in the studio today. Thanks for joining us and coming all the way from Melbourne. Thank you. Good to be here. Thank you. Uh, So we hear Evolution Business Systems do some awesome things in terms of culture and making the workplace a really happy place to be. Uh, So I'd love to delve a bit deeper into that. Um, So if we just start off by hearing a bit more about yourself and your career background to date. Yeah, sure. So um, Evolution has been around for 20 years next year. So we started in 2001. We we formed out of the buyout of a division from an accounting firm, large accounting firm here now. Um, and set up on our own. And at that time, we did a local ERP package, which included payroll, actually. Had a payroll internally. And then uh, five years into the company, so I bought that company out, I bought the division out, and then five years in, Jonathan Martin, my business partner, came in. Uh, so he's been in EBS since uh, 2006. Then we started working with Microsoft shortly after. So a Microsoft Dynamics ERP partner. Mm-hmm. Great. So for somebody who's not super familiar with Microsoft Dynamics or uh, ERP, like would you, just somebody who's like really new to this, how would you explain what that service could bring to their business? Yeah, sure. It's like all of finance, all of, all of business software. So primarily financials um, for a general ledger, APAR, so your invoicing, cash management, but then all the way through to inventory manufacturing um, and all of the reporting and so forth that goes along with that. Awesome. So all the software you need to run your business. Yeah, great. And um, how did you sort of find yourself in that area of, of interest? Like, was, oh. what was your journey like? <laughs> what what did that got? look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I go back a long way. Yeah, so I, uh, I was actually, I'm an industrial chemist by training, so I've got nothing to do, which is why I'm not a developer now, right? So I'm <laughs> software development. Um, I suppose I, uh, I, I'm, I'm originally from New Zealand, so mm-hmm. I moved here 23 years or so ago. Um, and I just happened to find myself, this accounting firm I was talking about, uh, were advertising for someone with experience in a package that it was an obscure single user package that I'd had some experience in. So that's how I started working for that firm. Um, I think I was the only non-accountant in the yeah, accounting right. firm. Um, and just started to do that, get involved with businesses and meeting people and things like that. So I hated, at the end of the day when I came um, I didn't like doing the same thing repetitiously in a lab, chemistry lab. So, yeah. So that's, I don't know. I just sort of ended up on this journey. And then <laughs> once you've done it, right, there's no yeah. turning back. So That's such an interesting trajectory to come from yeah, chem- chemistry and then into sort of more, like, I guess, yeah. running your own business and, and whatnot, but in quite a different industry. Um, is there anything you miss from being a chemist? Ah, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Chem- <laughs> chemical burns? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe that. <laughs> so when you first started um, EBS and you were thinking about building the company culture, did you have a specific goal in mind? Yeah, in fact, that's it's probably not a goal, but um, it's probably one of the reasons why, um, there was a number of reasons, but one of the reasons why we set up EBS and moved away from the accounting firm was just to... Um, to have a bit more of that culture um, and uh, enjoyment in what you do. So instead of spending a lot of the time doing things that you didn't necessarily want to do, 
um, you should be able to, if you enjoy what you do, and then the results will follow, right? So that was always our mantra. Um, and that, that's how I work. I've always worked, so. Yeah, yeah, I think um, that's such a good mantra to go by. Like if you're not enjoying yourself at work, then yeah. that's like so much, it's a big part of your life, so it's important. Um, so what challenges did you experience then and when you, I suppose, um, were an employer or had worked in the accounting firm and like, like that you could actually take the power and change but when starting your own business? Other people say that, how did you know the risk? And at the time I did it, I think my son was four months old or five months old or something. So there was all the stuff going on as well as work. Mm. Um, you know, self-funding. So we, we were lucky that we took the clients that we had at the time and set up as Evolution. So we still worked. The team just basically moved, right? Mm. Moved to the accounting firm. I bought that division and set up on its own. So I knew the business was, um, the core of the business was there. Yeah. Mm. So that was a big thing. It wasn't just a startup. But then um, I suppose then we could be more client-centric as well which then mm. resulted in more work and more referrals. And I mean, most of our, almost all of our leads come from referrals, client referrals and our success stories and things that we do. So. Yeah. And um, so I suppose going back to you wanting to make the workplace like a place that you'd want to be, what sort of um, things did you start to think about when you were like trying to form, form that culture? Um, I, flexibility was a big one. So it's similar to you guys right here. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we had, so there was myself and three ladies, I think. It was like Charlie's Angels, I think someone used to call it. But, <laughs> except I was Bosley or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> um, but, it, and one of our uh, initial ladies that worked with me was from Shepparton, right? So it was flexibility in terms of coming into the office sometimes, not sometimes. Um, we also were... Um, we had the opportunity to employ a, um, uh, a young mum that had to be flexible with her hours, which was fantastic. She had great experience, so that really suited us. Mm -hmm. um, so that was probably one of the first ones, flexibility, and just enjoying, well, as I said, enjoying what you do. So, you know, we'd, you'd work hard, but you'd go for good lunches, and we still do that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Did you reflect on anything from your time as an employee um, when you were thinking about the kind of culture that you wanted to craft, like anything that like you just hated or didn't enjoy or did enjoy, like from from your experience? Yeah, probably the um, well, we we used to go from meeting to meeting to meeting, right, in a large firm. So. Uh, and some of those were relevant and a lot of them weren't. So it was that sort of thing. So just the relevance of it. Um, everyone's an individual. So tailoring things for the individual. So it's not uh, the whole workplace does this, but, you know, you try and tailor like you you, you guys with your self-set KPIs, which I'd be interested to hear about actually <laughs> after this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we always try and tailor it to the individual because the, the people that we – and then the people we attract and also the people that we have uh, – are fantastic people, right? So we want them on board. So yeah. similar to your organisation from what I've seen. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's awesome. You, you've mentioned that you sort of um, build, it seems like you're building a great team of people um, who you have like cl close personal connect connections with as well. Um, how do you sort of find that great talent and then retain them? It's always different. You know, we, when we, we will advertise like anyone else, um, mm -hmm. our, our, our industry and the, the talent that we require is fairly specialised. You need experience in the software applications and the platforms or the development languages. 
looking for the same people. So we've actually brought people in from overseas on 457 visas, or mm-hmm. whatever they're called now, um, relocation visas, and sponsored people that way. Wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <the UK. laughs> no, not, not at all. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. We're lo- local people here. <laughs> I can tell the accent. Yeah, it's in the accent, right? <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's, and then when we meet people, so a lot, some people will come through referral. So it's but basically once they come in with the experience and so forth, is we, we're very strong on our values. So it's a connection mm. as well. Like anyone can, if you've got the values, then you can learn whatever, yeah. you know, whatever you need to typically. So, so. you're hiring based on sort of yeah. the, having those hard skills, but also the, yep. the values. Yeah. And if there's a gap in the hard skills, then for the right person, they could, they'll train up for the skills. So Yeah. It's that's something that many of the people that we've had on the podcast have mentioned, you know, about hiring for those like value sets and those that sort of um, the ethos behind the person and an attitude rather than the the hard skills that can be can be taught. So yeah, yeah it's a yeah. good one for people to be aware of. Yeah, yeah, you can't really teach an attitude. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm firm firm believer firm believer of the no asshole policy as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the team, right? It's about the team. Yeah, but so it's all, it was about the individual, but it's also about the team. So we do a lot of. Um, team building I suppose exercises and things but uh, what does that look like like what kind of team building workout's pretty ugly but (laughs) (laughs) working out together yeah yeah. that's one of the things we do so every week uh, I think 18 months or so ago we started that Um, across the road from our office there's a a gym snap fitness so we organise for a PT session every week and that's been ongoing Mm -hmm. Um, so everyone participates in that as a group and We'll do our exercises and then have lunch afterwards as a team. Um, so that breaks up that day, the internal meeting day, which is the one day that most of us are always in the office. So Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. And how do you think that is sort of bit like built morale in, in the company? Yeah, it's well, it's really good. So people can also, we also encourage them to go to the gym in their own time. So you can walk across the road anytime, go to the gym, come back, which has then led to people working, doing, they all get the work done, right? But it's just the hours that suit for you. Um, over a, you know, there's some things that like certain meetings that we have to be there for, like anyone. But um, so that's great. But also, it's apparently resulted as per our payroll system, keep it, keep it, <laughs> um, resulted in a, I think it's about 17 percent decrease in absenteeism as well. So yeah. just fitness, health, and well-being. Fantastic. Um, it's a lot. Everyone's in the same boat. You know what I mean? So potentially, if there's not. If there isn't, if there's some inequality in the workforce on a, in a PT session, that's completely reversed, right? It could be completely reversed. So yeah. even for new starters and things. So Yeah, that's so interesting, yeah. like how that dynamic can flip on its head yep. where you're allowing somebody, I guess, to like show their strengths, literally. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in an area where they might be sort of in a different dynamic in the yep. office. Yeah, and everyone's good at different things as mm. well. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, great. Um, you also mentioned that one of your initiatives is around enabling um, mothers to come back to the workplace after mat leave. What have you, I guess, what does that look like? And also, um, can you give us some examples of the success that you've had around that? Yeah, sure. We got. So uh, what does it look like? It looks like whatever the, the person wants, really. Right. Great. So it's, uh, again, I'm not talking an hour a week, <laughs> you know, for a project <laughs> manager or something, but um, it, it, we're very flexible on that for the right skill set and the right people, as I said before. Um, so we've got a Terry, Terry, our, our marketing manager, um, is working mum, Udari's our project manager, Kelly's uh, our finance, ad, internal finance admin person. Um, so yeah, they're all 
and they're all uh, very, very, very good at their jobs, very efficient at work, you know, it's yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we, so we're doing a, a report at the moment on the gender pay gap. And uh, one of the findings that we saw was that women are, well, as you would expect, a lot more women are in part-time positions than men. And I think one of the things that sort of can factor towards the pay gap is the fact that women can't find flexible places to work that would allow them to have full-time positions yeah Yeah. that pay that would allow them a full-time position and um maybe a more senior position as well so i think this sort of initiative is really important it's really key to sort of help that divide yeah sorry even uh, close the divide (laughs) yeah exactly right and it's it's from day one as i said right so one of the first people that we we worked with and trained us up in the application was a working mum and she was fantastic and then that was the very thing she couldn't go back to her um old job because they want a full time right so mm. i'm like well that's a yeah. bonus for us yeah. yeah yeah great that's awesome um one of your other values is around innovation that we saw yes. on on your website so what advice would you have for our listeners that might want to get their team thinking differently or working in a more innovative way um, that, that's for us. That's probably about the ideas of everyone. So, so for example, if we have a, we we sort of believe that there's nothing that we can't solve, right? So, if the if there's a, there's a, there's a business issue, they're generally business issues or application issues or integrations or whatever. Um, we'll get input from lots of different people, not just a technical developer or a consultant. So, um, and that will sometimes lead to things that you hadn't even thought of outside the square. And that's across the business actually. Mm-hmm. So it's for we do that with strategy, with the business directions, with goals, um, because input you, you get the best input sometimes from where you least expect it. So yeah, so yeah. we try and do that, and also it it it's also innovation in the workplace. So all of our what we try and do to keep the team and attract people as well. Mm. So like with the gym sessions, um, the lunches, uh, we just had a family day on the weekend where we all went to the zoo. So all our staff and partners and kids went to the zoo. Lovely, <laughs> yeah, amazing. It was, so I think there was, yeah, it was 46 or so people, really, with all the kids and everything running Amazing. around. It was manic. <laughs> but it was really good. So we yeah. do things like that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think both of those sort of answers both fit into collaboration, which is yep. it's just yep. so, so powerful and yeah. getting everybody involved in all those different minds. Yeah, and it's difficult as you grow, like, because yeah. we're very uh, flat. Anyone, as I said, anyone can have any input in anything. That's, they don't have to, you know, some people are, more shy, shyer than other people, but um, anyone can have input, and there's no, it's it's welcomed and it's encouraged. Yeah, some of the the best um, outcomes we get with our marketing stuff is we'll share something on Slack and we'll have a dev yeah, comment and be like, unlikely. "Oh, why don't we do this?" Yeah, you're like, "That's, that's an amazing idea," yeah. but you would Shout just never points. get that unless you asked. <laughs> no, so, yeah. exactly right. Exactly right. It's like, oh, why, don't, why don't I think of that? You know? so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It seems like the uh, an unlikely source for that kind of information. Is it, what else, yeah, what, yeah, how yeah. do you sort of go about, um, so we, w- the way we do that is like we share things on Slack, as Kate mentioned, and so everybody's got access to our Slack channels and they can just chime in and we find that, yeah, that um, feedback from everybody in all uh, facets of the business is really important to us because you've got all those different minds and also maybe different levels of knowledge and we want to make sure everybody can understand what we're doing, never, you know, um, despite the level of knowledge. Um, so yeah, you use your Slack channel essentially to do that. What about you guys? How do you sort of make sure that everybody's having input into um, 
daily decision making? Um, <laughs> well, it's uh, lately it's started to become Teams. So being a Microsoft house, using trying to adopt Microsoft products. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, it'll be uh, our offices. Like it's a very open plan. So I might just be yelling. Not yelling. yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah, Sh- shouting at people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, what about this? What's, what's the, yeah, yeah, we've got five minutes. <laughs> um, but it's usually face-to-face or, or email, to mm-hmm. be honest, something like that. We tried it, We tried Yammer at one stage. Um, you know, some people got that, some people didn't got that, mm. but mm-hmm. get that. Um, but, yeah, now we're starting to use Teams and, and we've got various other tools as well. So Yeah, right, great. And it's just an open invite to get in, get involved and yeah. keep encouraging that yeah. feedback. Awesome. Um, so we have heard about your head of security, Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he apologises. He couldn't come up today. Um, we actually had somebody in our office ask if he was coming. So well, if, I was, we were, if I was Sydney-based, I'd bring him in. I would have brought him in. Yeah, I would have brought him in. loved that. <laughs> for, for the listeners, should we introduce who Mr. Popcorn is? <laughs> He's on the website. He's on the website. Yeah, yeah, he was part of our team. Although he's very, very disappointed he's at the bottom of the website. I've, I've, I've made a, he's made a complaint to the internal. This is, is this a reflection of where I am in the org structure? That's what he, uh, that's what he thinks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did say it's related to his attendance this year. He's only been in a couple of days. So, <laughs> so Mr. Popcorn is your office dog. And yeah. comes in and boosts morale and also gets involved with marketing activities. Um what do you think the benefit of having an office dog to the team is? And what have you seen the benefits be in your office? <laughs> uh, distraction. I mean, um, <laughs> no, I just, it's, um, it's funny because quite a few of the people in our office actually have dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Mr. Popcorn, Mr. Corn, Monsieur Mays in French, that sounds even better. <laughs> um, he's, uh, I just try and take him everywhere I go. He's my dog. Yeah. So, um, and it's just, you know, we'll have tennis balls in the office. People kick tennis balls or throw them against the wall every so often. So it breaks up the, it's, it's a good, it's a good vibe, like yeah. good, good feeling. Um, but otherwise he just sits in the, in the corner in meetings and things like that. Sometimes he's disruptive and he can do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had a meeting the other day with the bank manager in there where he, Decided to regurgitate a bit of lunch he'd eaten <laughs> oh, too quickly. Mr. Corn. So, but then he added it back up again. So like, just keeping it real, guys. Just yeah, exactly, keeping it real. Exactly. He was like, this is too much corporate speak. That's right, know, that's right. That's right. It's like protest. Yep, exactly. You know, when it's all getting too serious, you just look at him and it's like, yeah, well, you know what? Let's go for a walk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he did, he did actually um, start to come to the gym with us for the PT sessions. <laughs> But someone complained. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to stop oh, going. Boo that person. Yes, boo, boo that person. <laughs> <laughs> dog lovers only here. That's um, right. We're dog lovers only here. All right. Yeah. Well, I should have next. Well, I'll bring him up. Bring next him time. next time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a bit more of a hassle on the plane, but. Yeah, that would well, be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have an office dog as well, but well, he's just a pup at the moment. So we had an intro to him the other day. As what is he like? Albert. He's, yeah, he's super young, but he'll be back in about six weeks to to be a more permanent fixture what, in the team. What sort of dog? A uh, little French bulldog. Yeah, nice. Really yeah. cute. Really yeah. cute. But we need to do a and a as well. We, we saw that in your website this we morning. Need. The Q&A with Mr. Popcorn. Favourite TV show, Lassie. Yeah, yeah anyone <laughs> So good. No, Brandon. Everybody <laughs> needs to check out the Q&A with Mr. Popcorn for some good laughs and insights. Valuable yeah. insights. We'll, we'll link that to the blog. We'll link that to the blog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we spent a, a bit of time with him in the office. <laughs> so for, for anyone who wants to get like, actually bring a dog to the office and get prepared to do that, like what, what do you think are the, the actual steps that you need to go through and what is the, the benefit of doing that? Oh, 
it's um it's quite common now, right? Yeah. Um, so. Do you I any spoke, like insurancey things or anything you have to do? Oh gee, I'm not. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's all these forms that we filled out and applied to the council and whatever else we do. But uh, I suppose you have to check with your landlord if you're renting. I don't know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, well, I, you need to make sure no one's dog phobic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously in the office yeah. or and and, and then fire them. <laughs> They're, they're not the right person, right? That's one of the values. That's the first question. And actually, I did ask someone that question the other day. Do you like I gave dogs? the wrong answer. They did, did they? Oh, well, no, was, she she didn't know how to take me. She thought I was being serious and oh. she got all flustered. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm joking. It's fine. But, but Mr. Corn was there and he, he gave like, a sideways not sure look. about this. Yeah, no, no, she <laughs> um, So, yeah, I suppose you've got to do that. But also the type of dog, I suppose. Mm. I mean, you know. He's pretty friendly and cruises around and easy, low maintenance. Um, uh, but the benefits are, like as I said, most people in our office anyway, a lot of people have dogs. Yeah. So you'll see those, they'll interact with them and feed them treats and kick the tennis balls and all of that. Yeah. Speaks happier. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's happiness. Yeah. It's, you know, it's fun. So we like, we try and have a fun environment. So it's, we're not, we, we're very, we do all the work and we're hard working and so forth, but we, it's important to have fun as Absolutely. well. Like we think, like I think we've seen, it's a lot of people have mentioned this to us on the podcast so far. And like, we definitely believe this in key pay as well as like bringing your real self to work. Because yeah. just, and I think Adam Chick-Tong from one of our other episodes mentioned this, that, um, you know, not being yourself is really exhausting and tiring and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it makes everything so much well, more difficult. Yeah, I'm productive. It's, I mean, you, you, you've got to do what you enjoy, right? So Exactly. Yeah. And, and be yourself while you're doing it. And I, I'm sure having a little furry friend around the office kind of brings out people's real personalities as well. You see them sort of interact with, um, with a dog and become them, become themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, he's happy there. I think. <laughs> I think, as I said, as attendance lately has been a bit yeah. shoddy. Like. It's a letter of resignation on your desk uh, when you get back. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. It's just, yeah, I'm not going there again. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, well, that was amazing. I think now we'll move into the quick fire questions before we wrap up. So first question is, uh, what is the most important benefit to offer employees in 2020? Uh, I think individual, individual goal, individual goals, whether that's flexibility, whether it's um, uh, whatever that is, right? As I said before, the right people, not everyone's the same, everyone's different. So everyone will have different uh, ideals and how they want to work and what they want to work. So we try and offer that, that flexibility. The work's still got to get done, right? But that's what we try and, yeah, that's, I think that's cr yeah. critical. Such an interesting answer. Cause like when I think about benefits, I'm like, oh, flexibility or this or that, but that's, I'm just thinking about what, the what ben benefits I want, but you're so right. Like not everybody wants the same, the same thing. That's a really, really great answer for everyone, every employer to think about. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Is that, is that the, end, the end of the quick fire question? Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you ensure everybody in the workplace is practicing your values? Cause I know you, you guys are quite passionate about what your values are and, and making sure everybody is sort of, partaking in those values. Yeah, we have, so there's numerous ways. We'll, um, we'll always, the values are on our, on our boardroom wall, listed on our boardroom wall and also out in the main office. So quite often we, we will be in a meeting and we'll just look at the values and say, what well, does that fit? That What we're talking about in our decision, does that fit with one of these values or not? Um, and, uh, and then it's, you can, 
everyone really, I've just, let's use the PT session example, all the family days and things. Everyone really enjoys those days. So you can't make people, like they don't have to keep doing it if they didn't want to, but it's the it's team, right? So everyone loves it. They love having lunch together afterwards and, you know, it just breaks up the day. Yeah. So making people, making sure people connect and enjoy the values yeah. is like probably quite important. Yeah. yeah. And open, it creates open dialogue, right? So as I said before, anyone can suggest and have input into anything. Yeah. So we encourage that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you have it on the wall. And yeah. Just always like front of mind. That's, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Final question is, so you mentioned that you um, had a like 17% increase in production so what sort of uh, what tech tools do you use in the business to make life easier and sort of um, be more efficient in the way you work we use nap internally or business central as it is now mm-hmm. uh but yeah we use a range of tools best of breeds for what well, key pay for payroll um thanks for the plug thank you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're, we're replacing that. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's, uh, we, we love it. We love Keepay. Very easy. This works and it's fantastic. Low maintenance. Easy to use. Are you um, are you taking advantage of anything, any of the integrations with Keepay or the open API to use it with anything else? Yeah, well, and that's something that I wouldn't mind talking to you about after the podcast as well, actually, <laughs> with just that, that side of things. Um but yeah, we are. We're pulling uh, that across for, for time and things. And also for, um, we're reporting out of the back end of that as well. Oh, well, that was absolutely fantastic to hear about just the way that you guys work. And it sounds like it's such an awesome place to work. Um, if you want to give us, maybe um, give the listeners uh, an idea of where you could find out more about EBS or your social media. Yeah, yeah. Like so we're active across all the social media platforms, but also website. Um, it will, which is now abs.com.au and all our details are on there so yep so and then linkedin as well for yeah, people who LinkedIn, are looking for positions yep. uh, twitter and so forth social media channels um great yeah great well thank Don't you so give, much uh, for i wouldn't recommend calling mr corn because he doesn't get back to many <laughs> <Exactly>. people <laughs> unless you have treats snacks exactly he's more a face-to-face right? he's, a, he's a visual he's a visual operator that one he's not reliable definitely no process other things just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brilliant well, thanks so much for for coming in it's great yeah, yeah. thank you thanks, thanks for the coffee it's been thank great. you let's go and grab some lunch yep. <laughs> this is neve and this is kate we hope you enjoyed this episode if you did why don't you share it with a friend and if you really liked it subscribe and give us a rating If you want to find out more about Kipe, go to kipe.com. See you you next time. time.